Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, the big weather story besides this nor'easter, and we'll even debate that uh, coming uh-huh. up, is the fact that you guys were looking at snow. And I know you guys flirted with it, but what happened? Well, central Oklahoma didn't get anything. We, you know, it looked like it was trying to. We really just got a nice cold rain out of it in central Oklahoma, and it wasn't even a rain. It was like a misty drizzle situation, but Northwest Oklahoma, like a little chunk of Northwest Oklahoma got a really decent amount of snow, like nine to 12 inches in some places. There were people who built like eight foot snowmen because they had so much snow in their yard. Um, There were some places that had like 15 to 20 inch snow drifts. So they really, they got a decent snowstorm right to bring in winter, you know, so kind of jealous. I, I don't blame you. I'm I'm jealous too. I hate fake cold. I hate wasted cold, and yeah. I really hate wasted cold and precip because well, I hate when you're on the line. You know what I mean? It's like it's right there. We're so close to the line of snow, and we're just in the warm area. Right, and I hate being in the warm area. That sounds so terrible. Um, I know that there were some reports around Norman of sleet. And maybe some snowflakes mixed in. So, yeah, you're right. This was really a difference of one to three degrees temperature. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we might have had a few flakes mixed in, but, I mean, nothing that was noticeable at all. So that was a bummer. Uh, I feel bad for you because I know how, you know, hyped up we were. And, yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, the miles did relatively well, right? Yeah. Okay. They definitely nailed nailed that area and I mean, they might have been off on the inches, but that's a little bit hard to predict, you know. So, I think right. they got a little bit more than what was initially expected. But hey, that's all right. Nah, it's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah. Better than nothing, I guess. And you know what? Listen, it's still early, right? We're now 6 days into winter, so you guys have already had one winter storm. You had your ice storm and that fell in fall, but it still counts as a winter storm. Um, so we've got plenty of time and we're not even into, you know, we're meteorologically we're into winter, but we're not into calendar winter. So we're still in that really kind of gray area where us as a weather nerds, we're the cool kids. So we start everything early and we're just waiting for everybody else to join the party. Exactly. So we still have a lot of time. Oklahoma is clearly ready to put on some winter shows this year because they've already done it twice. So let's let's get some more winter events going on because I want some snow. Yeah, And Clyde wants snow. He loves the snow. Yeah, I was going to say, how does he do in the snow? I know you've posted lots of pictures and you if you follow us on, on Twitter at Weather Podcast, you can definitely see pictures of Clyde out in the snow. But how does he like it? He really likes it. He loves to run really fast through it and like put his face in it and all that. Like he gets his snow all in his beard. He's he's all about it. He just gets real excited. But I don't let him play out in it too long because I don't want him to get cold. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. And dogs, you know, dogs, why they are made to deal with some type of cold. It's best to keep the pup inside and uh, 
feeling good. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they don't wear shoes and stuff. Now, he does have long hair on his feet, so he is wearing his fur boots, so that's good. But still, I don't want him to be, you know, ankle deep in the snow for sure. too long. He's got boots with the fur. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> well, you know, he's a schnauzer, so his bottom half of his hair gets cut. Yes. It gets is long, and then his top half is cut short. Right. And he's a skirt. He's like a mop. Mm-hmm. If you ever need exactly, to like, he's a mop. If you ever need to dust your house, just you know, have him. You know, you you've all seen the videos of dogs that grab onto the mop and then their owners swing them around and they help clean. It's great. Yeah, exactly. That's what he does. He's my little duster. <laughs> that is fantastic. So yes, this week we had a nor'easter, nor'easter, a nor'easter move up the east coast. That's why they call it a nor'easter because it moves from the north to the east. I don't know. That makes no sense. Maybe it's because it happens in the northeast. It does. It does. And the general temperature, the general movement is, you know, going from kind south, of a northeasterly south to north and uh, west to east. So yeah, so northeaster. Boom. Yeah, first one of the season. Um, it doesn't look like the Weather Channel has named it yet, but that's okay. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Was it name worthy? Because I feel like nobody talked about it. Yeah, my oh, oh maybe. Maybe that's a that's a very very good a very good question, but it was not like a big deal. It you know brought rain, snow, and a little bit of wind to the east coast. Uh, first one really of the season. I saw some discussions like, "Ooh, this could be extra tropical." I'm like, "No, don't even start that. Don't even <laughs> go there." People are like, "We just want one more storm." To name in the month of December in 2020. Right. This, I think we're done with that, though. Yeah, this is not Superstorm Sandy. We're not going to go into that whole debacle. Uh, right. You know, oh, but it, we, we won't even go into it. So um, <laughs> it was interesting to watch. Again, first one of the first one of the year and away it went. And again, rain, snow, some power outages. Nothing really to write home about. That's not one that we're going to look back in, you know, 5, 10, 15 years and be like, hey, remember 2020, that first Nor'easter? No. This one was pretty pretty benign for all things considered. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I hadn't heard much about it. There's not been a whole lot of hype about it on the weather Twitter. So I just, yeah, I think it was, you know, just a early season Nor'easter, just kind of a hey you know, get used to it. Here's a little nor'easter, and I bet we get some good ones later on. You oh, know what I, I mean, I, well, with 2020 coming to an end, I'm sure we will. And with, I hate to say it, knock on wood. Uh, I really hope that 2021 is not a uh, a repeat. Duplicate. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I I have a feeling there could be some. Uh, what's the proper term? Some um, rollover or continuation. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like 2020 might end up being two years instead of one. Yeah, I, I think it's going to probably be more 18 months, but that's just me personally. So It's sad because no one is like, you know how it usually is in December. Like people are like ready for this year to be over. Right. Such and such year is going to be my year. And like nobody is saying that. Like it's oh. sad. You remember we should go back and pull the episode from last year this time. Oh, I can't wait for all the 2020 joke. Clear vision. I can see everything that's. Ha- yeah. 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 We have nobody. Time for that. <laughs> nobody saw this coming. <laughs> no. Exactly. Like that is actually kind of funny. Like for 2020 to be like 
the symbol for like perfect vision and then nobody see this coming. That's actually really good. It is. It's quite hilarious. Um, yeah, but all the random crap that happened this year, we put our brooms back. Everybody did the broom challenge. Oh, my broom is standing straight up. Okay. You want to know how many people posted videos of that happening? Zero, because it doesn't happen. And if you happen to have a brand new broom that can stand up on its end, well, congratulations to you. But everybody else took a photo and it's one still frame and posted on social media. So why don't we reverse that? So hopefully that would get this out of here. <laughs> you know what, though? I think people were trying to find some sort of joy this year. And so they were like, hey, sure. my broom stands up. <laughs> We are highly entertained by the stupidest things, aren't we? Hey, sometimes it's the little things that just really keep you going, you know? Nah, listen, I, I get that. And as weather nerds, I really get that. I mean, we get hyped up on weather models, okay? Right. Especially it, in the winter and yeah. the spring. Oh, my gosh. And the fall. And all the time. Right. Oh, man. So, you guys flirted with snow, flirted with really cold, and got nothing. The nor'easter hit the east coast, and Bonnie, I just pulled up SBC. There is nothing happening. Yeah, we've like kind of hit a wall. Like there's not ha nothing happening anywhere. No tropics, nowhere, nothing. No. It's just bleh. The two areas that they are watching today for interesting weather: uh, extreme South Florida. They do have a marginal risk of severe thunderstorms, but that's nothing new. We I was just gonna say we see that it all, the time. all the time. <laughs> Right. And then Southern California is in a very high elevator risk for wildfire. Um, hmm. Again, also nothing new. Yeah, exactly. This time of year, uh, Santa Ana winds are kicking up in full effect. Worried about power outages and power lines coming down and that sparking fires to the point where PGE and E, the uh, electric company in Southern California, has said that they will probably uh, power down some lines just to make sure that if lines do fall, they won't uh spark fire so those are the two wow. areas across the country that, that people are watching but other than that it's very quiet today yeah i mean you know that happens from time to time i guess i mean i, I feel like we've said it multiple times you know throughout the year like oh nothing's happening right but i feel like give it five minutes give it two hours and like something will change but i don't know you know what i really want what i really really want to be a member of the spice girls already there they call me jumbo spice <laughs> oh my gosh i don't even oh man okay that was like really funny I cracked myself up oh, but that no was, that what was I, hilarious. Really want, I really want some sort of thunderstorm action it doesn't even have to be severe okay i just want some thunder and lightning and rain and i just feel like it hasn't happened very much it hasn't well if you pull up uh and again we're taping this on sunday december 6th if you pull up the National Weather Service homepage, weather.gov, it gives a full view of the continental United States with little watches and warnings happening. With the exception of the uh, air quality issues in the Northwest, where we're under this, and we'll talk about this in a minute, we're under that fake ridge, or we're under the inversion where air quality does, it's terrible, it's air stagnation advisories. Oh. There is the high wind watches for Southern California. There's dense fog watch around Minneapolis, St. Paul. There is a is this hydrologic uh, winter weather advisory for portions of Tennessee and West Virginia in the Smoky Mountains. Nothing big. And then far northeast Maine is under a winter storm warning. And that's about it. 
everywhere else is, everywhere else is pure white, which is not bad, but it just means there's nothing else really happening. So, meh. Yeah, <laughs> meh. Just like boring little lull that we've got going on, but you know, like I said, usually it takes us talking about it, and then something changes. So I'm sure we'll wake up tomorrow, right. and there'll be something somewhere. I'm I'm completely convinced of that. I'm completely yeah. convinced of that. Now we're wizards. Yeah, we're something. <laughs> we're unicorns. We're special. Well, I'm a unicorn, but that's just because of where I work. Anyways, um, I'm the Loch Ness monster. Perfect. That works. You're also Jumbo Spice. <laughs> yes. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. Folks, Bonnie said it, not me. Just want to make sure the record reflects that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, but you laughed, so... Yeah, okay, I did. did. And everyone listening laughed, so that's right. right. I laughed, too, so we're all good. Jumbo Spice, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see what happens. We derail, and it quickly just goes sideways, but it's okay. I don't mind. Um, With all that craziness said, you and I are both members of the National Weather Service's initiative to become a weather-ready nation. We are the uh, weather-ready ambassadors. And with winter now here, this is the time to take a couple days and just prepare. Uh, Today would be a great day because there's not much happening, like we said, weather-wise. So make sure that you go and you winterize your car. Make sure you guys winterize your house. Uh, You know, protect your pipes. Make sure you guys go buy the styrofoam, um, you know, faucet covers for outside. Uh, Things I used to make fun of as a kid because they looked stupid and they still do but they're so weird and i'll tell you i don't even know how to put them on uh they just attach around the top of your faucet it's really easy it's like it's like it's um like a high strength rubber band that just holds it in and it holds it up against the house and it's great because it's an it's a isolation thing to prevent your pipes from freezing and bursting and that's bad because when pipes freeze and burst that's a lot of water damage and that's also flood damage which Leads to another thing. You need to make sure you have flood insurance. And I'm not talking about people that live away from rivers and lakes and, you know, when it rains, it floods. You should have flood insurance, period. Because guess what? If your water heater breaks, it's flood damage. And if you don't. That's so crazy, though, that like, and I feel like we've talked about this before, but like you have to get separate flood insurance. You do. You do because it's just because water is such a strong force of nature. It can do things that basically but you need extra coverage for. Yeah, you you just have to. I mean, and, you know, we know that there are in certain ins, uh, insurance clauses, you know, that cover act of God things like right, like tornadoes or hailstones or stuff like that. That's completely out of your control. But with that said, a lot of the flood stuff is within your control because you control the amount of water you have in your house. And so it's something that you just need to be prepared for. Talk to your insurance agent. They will have all the information. And I think some homeowners policies do cover like some minor water damage, but just, just in case it's always good to be prepared. Yeah. Well, and you know, the other thing to do is to kind of pay attention to what the temperature is going to get down to overnight and, you know, do the whole open your cabinets. So like underneath your sink stays warm, that kind of thing, which I do that from time to time because it gets cold. No, it's very true. And again, for some of the older houses that don't necessarily have good insulation, that's why they say open up your cabinets 
That's why they say, you know, try and, you know, uh, leave the faucet on so it's like dripping. So you're at least having water movement through. And I know people are like, oh my gosh, you know how expensive water is? Yes, I do see it. And I do know that. But it is important to have. So. Well, and it's way cheaper to pay a slightly higher water bill to have your faucets drip overnight right. than to pay to have half your house with the walls and everything fixed because of water damage. Yeah, it's just it's more important to have that than anything. And that's what I really believe that, you know, take the steps now, be prepared. So if you can winterize your house now, you won't have to do it when you do have an Arctic blast or you do have a week long snowstorm or ice event. Because Lord knows everybody's going to be out panicking trying to do that when you're trying to do that. And it just makes it a whole lot harder. Folks, if we have learned anything from 2020, it's be prepared and have extra toilet paper on hand at all times. Exactly. And if you don't think 2020 is going to go out with a bang and bring 2021 in with a bang, you're wrong. So just just be prepared. Yeah. So let's just be let's just take one additional step. Let's make sure something happens today to be prepared for tomorrow. So we talk about our cars. Go have a tune-up of your engine. Make sure you guys carry you know, enough gas to get you somewhere if you need to go somewhere. Have extra clothes available in the car. Have non-perishable snacks in the car. And not talking about eating them during your long commute where you're stuck in traffic for an hour. I'm talking uh-huh. about in life and death situations where your car is going to be your only shelter. Make sure yeah, like you if have... you break down or get stranded or something because of snow or whatever, you just don't want to be stuck there with nothing. It's very true. It is very true. By the way, according to insurance.com, because I did go look this up, winter storms are the third most costly natural disasters in the United States behind hurricanes and tornadoes that cause flooding. In the last 20 years, winter weather has caused more than a billion dollars on average in insurance losses. Whoa. One in five are for cold weather damage. 22% of claims on homeowners' policies, basically one in five, are for cold weather damage. From burst pipes to collapsed roofs to car wrecks on slippery roads, winter packs a powerful punch. Ice, snow, and water form flooding, which can also be destructive in ways we don't expect. Before deep freeze, be prepared for winter. Weather-related damages could also lead to a homeowner's insurance claim. So again, talk to your insurance agent about flood insurance. Just be prepared. Boom. You heard it here first. Yes, you did. No, just kidding. I'm sure everybody's heard it everywhere. But, yeah, winter's no joke. And cold temperatures alone, without any sort of precip, can be damaging, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Like, just the fact that the air gets cold is enough to cause damage. You know, Something to just be prepared for. You know, speaking of that, I was uh, going through the my phone this morning before we started taping. Um, I have the time hop app, which goes back and looks at all your social accounts and like, Oh, this would happen, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12, you know, four, three last year type thing. And three years ago, uh, it was a beautiful thing. It was a Wednesday day. Uh, we had one of those gap shoot events that we talk about here on the show about, uh, East wind pouring out of the Columbia river gorge. So uh-huh. I was up there with a couple of my friends from our, from the weather groups and we're getting hurricane force gusts. Like the highest gust I got was 75. So that's a cat one, right? It's a cat one gust. Sustained 35 to 45 miles an hour. It's cold and meant it, it's air, right? You can't see it, but that hits you. And it knocks you back on your feet. And it's very fun. I, I say that, you know, kind of jokingly, but it's fun to experience that stuff. 
Now, what yeah, I don't want to exper- experience the power of nature. Right. Yeah. It's great. And it's in a safe environment. Right. I mean, the most that's going to happen to me is I get knocked over on my butt. Okay. And yeah, I might, you know, hit the, the pavement and ouch, but it's worth it. I would just bounce like I'd be fine. No, stop. <laughs> Jumbo spice in the hizzy. Oh, good Lord. No, because then you'd bounce <laughs> over the wall, then you'd roll down the side of a cliff and that's not good. Yeah, but it would just be like a beach ball rolling down the side of a cliff. Oh It'd be goodness. fine. <laughs> I won't even go there. I won't even uh, go there. It's because it's true. No, it's not. Anyways, um, so just the feel of the force of nature was really cool. And you think about this, you know, add in, you know, uh, 30 degrees less temperature. Add in wind or add in snow, add in maybe some really cold rain, and you're experiencing blizzard conditions. And, you know, you can quickly see how things get miserable out in the elements without protection. And it is quite interesting that, you know, this is what people experience. We don't want them to, but this is what they experience. So, again, this is all about being prepared. Take an extra step, make things happen. Exactly, because the cost of not being prepared is way higher than the cost of being prepared. Right. You can replace a car. You can replace yep. a house. You can't replace a human being. Yeah. And we're not exactly. And we're not jumping to that to say this is why you absolutely need to do that. We're just saying that it's it's worth the moment of preparedness to make things better and to, you know, be Acute of your surroundings. Know what the situation is. This is not us preaching at you to go buy buy a weather radio, but you should go buy a weather radio because they're amazing. Um, yeah. But just be prepared. You know, a battery operated weather radio. Yeah. Also, exactly. Get a solar powered one, hand crank one, anything that you can use to, you know, receive information that will save your life. Because eventually, you'll need access to information that will save your life. That's that's. It's kind of how it how it goes. Yep, that's so. our PSA. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Today on B squared, we talk about weather safety. We that's talk about that a lot. It's something here. that apparently still needs to be talked about. Yeah, it is true. People still aren't. People are still driving in flooded waters, sitting on their porch watching the tornado come by. You know, like people are just still. They don't really take it seriously right. for some reason. People don't take a lot of disasters seriously, whether or otherwise, and it's weird. It is. I mean, we see it kind of with the pandemic going on, people making Everything's choices. a conspiracy for some reason. Of course it is, because, you know, it's 2020. <laughs> Could you imagine if that's the only thing the whole world could agree on is a conspiracy about a disease? And the whole world got together and did it. All the countries were like, yeah, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start this conspiracy about a disease. But nothing else. You know, Um, world peace, hunger, ceasefires, can't do it. But a disease conspiracy, heck yeah. Bonnie, what do you guys have coming up for weather in Oklahoma City? Uh, You know, pretty quiet the next week. Highs in the 50s, low 60s. Little clouds here and there, no precip chances at this time, no winter weather on the horizon yet. So it just it just seems like a pleasant week ahead, which is fine. Which is good. We you need yeah. probably one of those. Um yeah. out here in Portland it's really boring. 
slight chance of rain and patchy fog. And that's the forecast for the next nine days. Um, well, we both like fog, so at least there's that. That is true. And sometimes we do feel foggy. Right. But, uh, yeah, temperatures aren't going to stray much. Upper 40s, lower 50s for highs. Uh, temperatures in the lower 30s, or sorry, the mid-30s to lower 40s. And it's, again, rinse and repeat, not a whole lot. Um, we talk about the snow level a little bit this time of year. It's sitting around 2,000 feet. No big deal. Mountains are getting a, a good, healthy snowpack. That's great. Ski resorts are going to be opening here very soon if they're not already. Um, I want to get up and explore some of the mountain. I want to go try out my snowshoes or my snow skis, whatever they're called, ski shoes, combination of both. Uh, so that should be fun. But, yeah, not a whole lot happening weather-wise, and that's okay. I, I don't mind that. You know, I've never skied, but I kind of want to learn or do it once or twice, you know? It's fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, once you go through ski school and you get the basics of how to stop, you form your V. Um, it's good, <laughs> but just know it does take a lot of work, but it's fun. It is a lot of fun. Like how much upper body strength and core strength do you have to have? A little, but not much. Okay, good. Cause that's what I have a little, but not much. <laughs> okay. As long as you got good leg, leg strength, you're good. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever they're sturdy. I don't know how much strength there is, but I've got some <laughs> good tree trunks going on. So at least there's that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see Jumbo Spice on the slopes. <laughs> I'll be like, here comes Jumbo Spice. Whoosh. Yeah, you will. But you know what? Knowing you, you'll be fashionable and everybody will be like, ooh, check out this snow bunny. Oh, for sure. Like, that's part of the fun is like all the boots and gloves and blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm pretty much excited for that. Uh, as you should be. As you should be. Jumbo Spice on the slope. There we go. <laughs> Bringing down the slopes. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. Cannot wait for this to go down. Literally. Anyways, uh, yeah, you got to go. You got to go skiing. And I'm trying to think, where's the closest place in Oklahoma to go skiing? Maybe like Michigan. Maybe like nowhere. Yeah, Michigan. Uh, go to the Rock. Hey, no, no, no. What am I talking about? Duh. You guys are next to Colorado. Go there. Yeah, that's where I would want to go. Ski weekend in Vail. Call Courtney. Call the girls. You guys are going to a ski weekend. That's the that's the plan. Yeah, I think I would rather go. Isn't there like rapids that you can go on up in Michigan? Not in the winter, but like river rafting. Yeah, but you can go that anywhere in the United States. True. Yeah. So real real quick funny story here. And this is for the entertainment of our listeners. Speaking <laughs> of cities, like so you mentioned Grand Rapids, Michigan, right? You think, oh, cool, big rapids. Wonderful. There is a town in Oregon called Klamath Falls. Now, if you know anything about the geography of the Pacific Northwest, we have world-renowned waterfalls. Multnomah Falls comes to mind. Several hundred other smaller ones that are equally as pretty, and they're just great, okay? The town of Klamath Falls, you would think, all right, there's got to be tons of waterfalls. A good friend of mine moved from the small city, uh, moved from a small city in Illinois she got her degree in criminal justice, applied to be an Oregon State Trooper. And when she applied, they she picked Klamath Falls. She had never been to Klamath Falls. She picked it strictly on the name, thinking it was going to be like the rest of Oregon and very beautiful. The geography of Southern Oregon is relatively high desert and flat. Okay. Aww. So she applies. She gets hired. They move her out to Klamath Falls. She's like, all right, I want to go see the falls. This is why I came here. 
Bonnie, the falls that she was talking about is from Upper Klamath Lake to Lower Klamath Lake. The falls, three feet high. Yep. Wow. Not that impressive. No. And if you know anything about Klamath Falls, it's very unimpressive. There ain't anything happening in Klamath Falls. She should have done more research. Yes, she should have. And she eventually moved out, and that's fine, but... Oh, what a bummer. Like, you go all excited, and then bam. Yep. Literally. And you're like, oh, this is cool. Not. (laughs) Uh, Well, note to self, do research before you move to a city. Literally. Literally. Just make sure you know what you're getting into. (laughs) Like me. I knew what I was getting into when I moved to Moore. I knew I was getting into EF5 territory right and i was excited for that so but that's good yeah and we knew that was gonna happen so (laughs) right (laughs) i'm predictable it's sad but that's fine (laughs) stop (laughs) stop but klamath falls is actually you know why i do say tongue-in-cheek it's kind of boring there's not a lot happening um you are very close to crater lake which is beautiful you are close to california which is beautiful um it is high desert there are some mountains around, but it is uh, it is pretty. So, yeah, good times. But, yeah, just do some research before you move somewhere based on the name. Yeah. You know, look at some pictures, you know, whatever. Right. Right. But, hey, we digress. Anyways, <laughs> another random and very informative edition of B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.